occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 29. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses on this day. Mediocre day. It's somewhat of a mediocre day, but we hope for you it's a good day. I hope so. Thank you for 6,000 listens. You're welcome. Woo-woo. They're all me. I hope not. <laughs> no one else listens to this. It's just me and you. Oh, Kate, <laughs> why would you do that? Well, if anyone out there is listening... Uh, you listened to last episode, then you will already know that we've changed our Patreon around. But if you didn't, then I'm here to tell you that we went through, changed it all, there's no tier system. You can just put in however much you want a month and send it to us. If you're able to support us on Patreon, then please, please do. It's the best way to show your support. We don't make money from this. We just put time in and effort. So we're not big enough for consistent ads. We put hours in and the production and research and distribution, blah, 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 all of the boring stuff that you don't want to hear about. But we would love to make this our job someday. So we would love to put more time and effort in. I guess. I suppose. But yeah, you can pick as much or as little as you want. It can be less than buying a coffee or your Spotify subscription or anything you can think of. Yeah, so we would really appreciate that. You can do that over at patreon.com forward slash mythsmagicmurder. Thank you. What are you talking about today, Kate? I'm talking about the Flying Dutchman. How about you, Ab? I'm talking about a spooky ghost story from the 70s. What's it called? It's called the Thornton Heath House Haunting. Thornton? Heath. Oh. House. Yeah, no, I... Haunting. Not the rest. It's just because you went at Thornton. It's because I knew that saying that was going to be a challenge. Okay. You want to dive right in? I'll go straight in. Let's talk about some ghosty ghosties. Don't call it that <laughs> why not God. it's my pet name for the ghost dude. i quit all right thornton heath house haunting it's a real mouthful my sources are amino paranormal real paranormal experiences.com the spooky isles and the londonist so thornton heath if you're not familiar is in croydon and croydon if you're not familiar is in london are you familiar with london i am yes in fact i'm familiar with croydon oh unfortunately People might be from Croydon. Listen, I'm sorry that you're from Croydon. You can't say that. <laughs> Picture this. It's the 1970s. It's a hot summer's night. And you're in a family. I'm in a what? You're <laughs> finally in a family. You're part of a family. <laughs> so this family, they were chilling in bed. It was late at night. Like it all together? Hot. Like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I hope not. Why would you bring Charlie and the Chocolate Factor into this fine podcast? It is just a fine podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they were they were sleeping, hopefully, in separate beds. And then the radio started blasting out a strange foreign station. They'd never heard the station before, and they'd never tuned into it. Okay. They, of <laughs> course, thought that was... That was the, that's the story. I thought that They was thought it. this was the... <laughs> A strange and random occurrence. So obviously the man of the house just unplugged the radio and he was like, go back to sleep. The what? The man of the house. You're disgusting. It's the 70s. It's just kind of the general family. Dad was like, I'm going to unplug the radio, all right? 
Is that better? The man of the house strutted over to the radio. Then they went back to sleep, as normal. However, in the nights that followed this event, the family started noticing even more unusual behaviours. Even more unusual than a radio? A foreign radio you never tuned into? That's a bit strange. Mm-hmm. Bedside lamps were tampered with so they were knocked onto the floor by unseen hands. Pictures fell from the walls and plates and cups flew from the cupboards. The family was desperately trying to just ignore it and rationalise it and continued living in the house as normal. Fair. Months went by with the strange things happening. And before they knew it, it was a few days before Christmas. So they obviously decorated, put up a tree. Once they had decorated their Christmas tree... It started violently shaking and shook all of the ornaments off. And they hit the walls so hard they shattered on impact. Did they have a cat? I don't think so. Because if they had a cat, it was definitely the cat. Cats hate Christmas trees. (laughs) I was going to say, it reminds me of that one Doctor Who episode, you know, where the tree just starts spinning. Oh, God. Some might say the best Doctor Who episode. Some. Me. (laughs) One of the ornaments in particular flew across the room and hit the man of the house the dad so <laughs> hard i didn't i wrote dad but i was just making a meme that I time jesus it hit him so hard in the middle of his forehead that he collapsed into a nearby chair <laughs> that he died oh god as the new year approached one of the children claimed that one night he woke up to see a, a tall man dressed in very old-fashioned clothing was it staring the man of menacingly the house? <laughs> i sure hope not dad why are you wearing that <laughs> dad can you go to bed the sound of heavy footsteps and voices were heard on the top floor of the house, and when investigated, there was nobody to be found. Mm. Also, around Christmas, they had a few friends over, and there was a loud knocking on the front door. And then the living room light, the living room door flung open, and all the lights went on, and then back off again. Spooky. Or me making a dramatic party entrance. <laughs> what do you mean I wasn't invited? <laughs> The Phantom of the Opera music starts playing. <laughs> That's how I'm going to go to everyone's party once isolation is over. Hell yeah. It's me walking into Weatherspoons. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Give me a picture. <laughs> or so three. At this point, the family were like, all right, we've got a ghost. This isn't normal. So they got a priest to come and bless the house. And he came over immediately and blessed the property. Unfortunately, though, it did absolutely nothing. In fact, the spirit was pretty pissed that they tried to get rid of it, so it started banging furiously on the walls, and they started hearing loud crashing from upstairs, like someone was throwing furniture around. The family were recommended to contact a medium, since the blessing had failed, I guess it was the next best idea. Mm-hmm. And the medium arrived straight away, and knew that there were two spirits in the home. The medium stated that the spirit was a farmer, who lived there in the 18th century, and thought of the current family as invaders and his wife was also haunting the home. And they said that they were called the Chattertons, although I couldn't find if his name was Chatterton or the, the surname was Chatterton, but maybe he was called Chatterton Chatterton. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Candyman, Candyman. <laughs> I wrote the down so I was like, ha ha, that's a funny joke. It was probably the family name, as in like the surname. I thought so, but I was like, Chatterton Chatterton. You never know, I wasn't there. The ghosts wanted to get rid of the current family so bad that they were just doing anything. They were like, get out of our house. <laughs> they were like, we hate this radio station, so maybe you will. 
the, the medium tried to get the ghost couple to leave because they were ruining the family's life and they just flat out refused. They were like, this is our house. Nothing's going to make us leave, even if we're dead. So after this, the farmer's wife started making herself more present. She was really annoyed. And she had a problem with the mother in particular, I presume because she was kind of, dare I say, the woman of the house. I, I you don't say that. And now that position had been taken, kind of like the conjuring story that we talked about. I don't remember any previous episode that we've spoken about, Abby. Do you, uh, do you block them out right after? I, do, yeah. I try like to, trauma. but I just can't. <laughs> Whenever the mum would go upstairs, she would feel a presence behind her, like someone was following her. She would become aware and turn around to see an elderly woman with grey hair following her. That's just granny. <laughs> when the ghost realised she'd been spotted, she'd disappear into the shadows. Oh. <laughs> such a funny story. Spotted. <laughs> I know, but I thought it was kind of time for a fun story, you know? Fair enough. And then the farmer started making more appearances. Like, he was just popping up on the TV screen whenever they were trying to watch a program. And I was thinking, like, what if you were watching, like, Babe Station? And here's the farmer. <laughs> that one killed oh you. God. Was he, like, popping up taking the whole screen? Or was he, like, where the heads of the actors were? Like, oh, that'd be so funny. I was imagining it kind of like, you know when you used to watch cartoons as a child and they would sometimes have someone there to do sign language? <laughs> so it's like that He's kind just tiny of... tiny in the bottom right. Yeah, where they'd just be a small person in the corner. I kind of imagined it like that, but it probably was the whole screen, right? Why would a ghost just be like, I'm here, but not that invasive. <laughs> Just minimally invasive. He's like the main character in every film. He's he just, just like <laughs> superimposed his head onto every actor. That would be so funny. I would want to live in that house with that ghost. Hell yeah. If that ghost was that funny, I think I'd be here for it. I'd invite him round. He lives there. It's like a good laugh. No, I mean here. I don't oh. live there. So the family lived in their house with the annoying ghost for four years before they had enough and bought another one. And then they just abandoned the house and the ghost got what they wanted. Why didn't they sell it? Well, I imagine they might have done, but either way, they left. They were like, that's it. I'm done with it. Well, fair enough. Can't watch a film in peace. <laughs> Grandma keeps following me up the stairs. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Every time I look at her, she goes, oh, and hides. It's really irritating. There's an old she... man looking at my kid. Why didn't she just like... If I was a ghost, right, and I was trying to freak someone out, I don't think I would be in like fully normal form following someone up the stairs. You know, why wouldn't she be like invisible but like touch them or something? Because I'm presuming ghosts get to decide when they're seen. Maybe they're like new ghosts. You know, they're not... I thought they were from the 1800s. 18th century. Okay. 1700s. Yeah. I don't think they're new. <laughs> Maybe they're just a bit shit. Oh, man. Maybe some goes to, like, you know, down to be scary. Maybe some of them just, eh. They're just like, oh, look, I can't be asked anymore. I, you're the 60th people I've had to chase out of this home. Maybe she was just like, if I make myself present, you'll feel bad enough. I'm just an old woman. She's guilt-tripping him to move. My favourite part is just that when she was spotted, she'd leave. Do you want them to know you're there or not? Oh, see ya. Oh man, that's funny. I mean, it's not. It must have been horrible. Oh, probably really scary, yeah. But yeah, just think? awful. 
but I'm over here. I'm it's just chuckle. because they went about it in the funniest ways. Like whenever you you read ghost stories like this quite a lot, the way we do, it's always like actually scary. Someone got possessed, or they were ripping up photos, or they were levitating, or whatever. But this one was just like he was on the telly. Whoa! <laughs> That's so funny. I love that he was on the telly. What a funny guy. It is funny. Yeah. I wouldn't live there still. Oh. Couldn't pay me any money to go there. But about three quid. <laughs> three pound and a bus ticket. Sold. A bus ticket back. Oh, how am I going to get there? <laughs> With the what? three quid? Uh, uh, you could buy a... Stop. Stop. Unicycle? Shut up. I don't know. Can't buy a unicycle with three quid. They're so expensive. They are expensive. I knew a guy who rode rode a unicycle. What happened to him? Don't know him anymore. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's do the scare scale. I feel like that was such a short story. It was. It was less short in my head. But Are you saying it really slow in your head? I I guess. Uh, well, here we are you, at the we end. We can talk about it a bit more if you want. No, no. There's nothing more to say, really, is there? How scary? Like a one. That is not scary. I mean, it's a bit scary. It's scarier than none because there's dead people in your house. But the way that went about it, it's not very scary. Do you ever think about how where you're standing right now, people were at one point in a different time period? Well, yeah, often because my house has a ghost. Yeah, I know that. But I mean, are you ever in the shop? Sometimes when I'm shopping, I'm like, a dinosaur was here. I hate you. Or... What, in the shop? Dinosaur was an Asda. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. No, but like... Back in day, there could have been a dinosaur where you are right now. Or there could have been, a, you know, a Roman girl. It's a bit crazy. Don't you think? A Roman girl. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't a girl in the Roman time. We're not drunk. I know it sounds it, but we're not. I'm just feeling playful. A Roman girl was once stood exactly where you are. And a dinosaur at the same time. They were together. <laughs> Failed Season history. 23 of Doctor Who. <laughs> um, I don't think about it that often, no. But interestingly enough, I was just watching a TikTok because I'm down with the youth and <laughs> there's this a what there's this woman and she has moved into marilyn monroe's house oh that's cool yeah so she was like going around and like marilyn was actually in this you know, bath type thing because all of the tiles and stuff have been kept the same since she was there so i guess i thought about it then but i tend not to often think about it when i'm just around doing my own thing what about like non not non super historical stuff? So if you were on, like when you saw all those movie props, you said you saw. Mm-hmm. Were you not like, wow, Christine Bale touched that, for example? I guess. Because I feel like that's like a minor example of it. Like if you see a costume, and you're like, wow, that was worn by, insert random film star here. It's <laughs> the same kind of thing, except like on a greater scale. Yeah, there was a dinosaur. I think. I thought about it when she's referring to... I went to Hollywood once and they had like a big prop storage space and like costume storage space and I got to go see it all. It was really cool. But yeah, I thought about it then because it's... 
you're thinking about the film, so you're thinking about the actors touching the stuff that you're looking at. But it's like money. Like, I'm trying to think of anyone in the UK. Emma Watson could have touched the pound coin you touched. Yeah, I don't really care about celebrities, though. I don't know if that's why. But, like, I mean, I would if it was something, like, that I really cared about. Like, Tilda Swinton could have touched the pound coin you've touched. Whoa! I'm going to think of that all the time. (laughs) Abby's going to start hoarding money. I'm going to be like, a dinosaur touched this pound coin. (laughs) That's not how it works. Huh? Anyway, danger. Is the point in this, guys? It's all going to be one. I know it. (laughs) Is there a point in this episode? It's unlikely. (laughs) Um danger i would can i change my scare set on number two please sure because i think it was actually pretty creepy when they tried to get the priest in and stuff and then they just started lobbing shit upstairs i don't like that very much i don't think that would have been very nice to live through possibly not danger though one they didn't try and hurt anyone they tried to freak him out a bit but they just seem kind of annoyed it reminds me of the plot of Beetlejuice. I was thinking that maybe they didn't get the handbook. <laughs> maybe. Likelihood. I don't see why this couldn't have happened. I don't see why it could have either, but yeah. I'm going to say four. All right. I think that's the highest likelihood I've ever given you. And for this story, <laughs> I had four sources and then none of them was incredible. <laughs> I just feel like, why couldn't it have happened, you know? If you believe in ghosts, and you it's believe not, in... Yeah, it's not as crazy as like the Headless Horseman we talked about the other week. We did. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bully Rectory. Oh yeah. I forgot about that place. And you had the nun. And I I have ties to it. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah, I feel like if you believe in ghosts and like the paranormal in general, why would you not believe that there was a lesser version of it all? Are you saying these ghosts are shit? They are a bit, aren't they? He's just on telly, and she's just just walking upstairs. (laughs) They're just old people, Kate. (laughs) The scariest of people. (laughs) To be fair, though, I quite like that, because I feel like when when you learn about different ghosts and, like, different scary ghosts, they're always not just grandmas. I always think of ghosts to real sh- like I mean I believe in ghosts, but surely a lot of ghosts would just be old people, right? Most people die of old age. I mean, it depends on why you think ghosts are around. If you think they have unfinished business or they died before they should have, maybe you wouldn't think that there were a lot of old ghosts. You know, if you thought that, for example, if someone had unfinished business, they were like thirty, they were murdered, they haunted the place to seek revenge on anyone that you know lived there and had a good time and whatever, then I guess you would have mainly not old ghosts. I get that. I'm not really sure what I sort of believe. I guess I'm yeah. not really sure why ghosts are around. Well, if you see ghosts as like an imprint, yeah, I then think more I, of that. I guess it would be people that have lived. Or died horribly or really well. And then old people, because they were there longer. Yeah, I think that's kind of how I feel about ghosts. It's just they have they have so much kind of energy that it's then left over. Yeah. So if they're super sad or super happy, like the ghost that's in this house, maybe she was just having such a nice time that now she's just here forever. Yeah, could be. Listening to this show. 
Where we offend she her. Could just pass over. <laughs> she's trying to. She's trying desperately to get away from this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I think that would make sense. But I guess old ghosts don't really sell well. They're not marketable. No, imagine just like a sweet grandma ghost, and she's just like, "Oh, I want to tuck you in." You know. Yeah, it's like when you're sad, you can smell like bacon cookies. That would be so cute. No. Oh. Also. On the topic of old ghosts, young ghosts, not child ghosts, I don't want to talk about those. I mean, young. like, mid-2000s ghosts. I feel like it's what I'm trying to get at. Because when you when you read ghost stories, scary ghost stories, it... oh, what does mid-2000s ghost mean? Is that like a pop genre? <laughs> yes. No, I mean... What do you mean? I mean, like... Whenever you hear about ghosts, they're always really old. You know, 18th century ghosts backwards. Oh, right. Yeah. Why are no ghosts really into, like, the Spice Girls? And they're, like, you know, someone who just had a tech job. <laughs> um. Does that make sense? Maybe because Modern. if you... Again, if you think that people have got like unfinished business or whatever, I feel like more homicide cases and stuff get solved now because we have more technology. But if you're sticking around to be like, someone will avenge me, you know, maybe if you're from like the 1800s, no one's able to solve your crime. So you're just stuck here as a ghost. I was also thinking if we're still going to go off the same idea that maybe they had a really good time and now they're here. Is everyone in the 2000s miserable? Everyone had a shit time in the 2000s. There's a reason that no ghosts like the Spice Girls and that's all I'm going to say. Oh my god, you can't say that. I love the Spice Girls, so. Any alternative explanations for this story? Someone got to hit the dials on the radio accidentally. I'm presuming it's like one of those radios and not like a different radio what other radio are you talking about i don't know but like one with like buttons rather than dials you know you accidentally yeah. swizzle the dial around and then yeah now it's foreign um faulty television <laughs> yeah there's nothing to say on that one uh, the noises could have been like animals in the roof because I know that, that happens. Like sometimes you get squirrels like in the attic or whatever. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> Is there a story? Yeah, you were there. Was I? There are squirrels in At the attic. At Sophie's house. Oh, yeah. My friend... She's going to love a shout out. <laughs> My friend Sophie. We were at her mum's house and um, we were sleeping over. <laughs> she comes in and she goes, oh... There's a hawk. We're like, what? Sorry. And so it turns out it was just a hawk noise to scare off the squirrels that had made their home in the attic. But we didn't want to turn it off because we didn't want the squirrels to come back in the attic. But it's all you could hear. It was a programmed hawk noise. So every like 30 seconds there would be a... No, it wasn't even like that. It was like... Directly like above every you. ten seconds, it was the worst, and we slept. And it was just if you woke up in the night, you'd be like, "Oh shit, what's that?" It'd be a hawk. <laughs> it was awful. So, yeah, squirrels in the attic could have been. Seems pretty legit. 
I don't know what else it could have been, really. Okay. You got anything else to say about old ghosts, or do you want to move on? Um. Mid-2000s ghosts? Dinosaurs? It is interesting that you don't really get modern ghosts, as far as I'm aware. It sounds like a really cool band name. Maybe it's because people tend to live in houses for less time now, so you have less time to imprint on a house. Ooh, that's that's interesting. Whereas, like, older ghosts, you know, people would, like, build their own houses or, like, stay in a house for life. When they'd bought a house, yeah. that was their house. But now, like, people rent and people buy houses and, like, let them out or they move from house to house, like, every ten years rather than just having a house for life. <clears throat> I wonder what cases there are of celebrity ghosts. Celebrity ghosts? Well, stay tuned because we'll do one in the future. If I can find one, that would be cool. Like if someone's seen the ghost of Elvis or something. Yeah. I don't know what he'd do. I don't know how you'd know it was Elvis. You're just like, it's me, Elvis. Imagine this. It's late at night. It's around 2 (laughs) a.m. Elvis is there. You're laying in the dark. You're finally drifting off to sleep. And then you hear it. I knew you were going to try and do that. And I knew it was going to be just as bad as as that. This episode is a shit show. But it's fun. Uh, You want to plug our social media? If you like the show for some reason, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MidsMagicPod. It would really help us. Tell your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. Please, 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 please. (laughs) Yeah, and if you don't want to do that, then you can always send us in your spooky stories, haunted happenings, and terrifying tales to mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Preferably do all of them. Yeah, that would be good. It would be great. Yeah, head on over to our Facebook page. We've got a Facebook group. You can like, comment, be with the like-minded people, and chill, really. All we do is share memes, so. Nice. Cool. I'll tell you about the Flying Dutchman. I would love, and I love that you said it like that too, the Flying Dutchman. My sources are Wikipedia, Occultopedia, Ancient-Oriden.net, TheCultureTrip.com, Britannica.com, AllThat'sInteresting.com, TheVintageNews.com, and Ancient-Code.com. Splendid. Okay, so I'm kind of guessing that everyone has heard about the Flying Dutchman in one way or another. It's been mentioned in media from the Pirates of the Caribbean to SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob, that's where I know it from, mostly. To uh, the opera, The Flying Dutchman. Now, The Flying Dutchman is now known as a world-famous ghost ship that can never make its port and is thus doomed to sail the waters forever. It was first mentioned in 1790 by John MacDonald in one of his books. It said... The weather was so stormy that the sailors said they saw the Flying Dutchman. The common story is this Dutchman came to Cape in distress of weather and wanted to get into harbour but could not get a pilot to conduct her and was lost and that ever since in the very bad weather her vision appears. Spooky. Ooh. (laughs) There are other mentions of the ghost ship. So the general consensus is that it's in bad weather, like always. If, if there's a storm, then look out for the Flying Dutchman. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Next time I'm driving my pirate ship. <laughs> driving. Then in Scenes of Infancy, which is a book by John Layden in 1803, it says, It's a common superstition of mariners that, in the highest southern latitudes on the coast of Africa, 
hurricanes are frequently ushered in by the appearance of a spectre ship, denominated the Flying Dutchman. The crew of this vessel are supposed to have been guilty of some dreadful crime in the infancy of navigation, and to have been stricken with pestilence, and are ordained still to traverse the ocean on which they perished, till the period of their penance expire. That makes sense to you? A little. Okay, so basically, the people on this ship did some bad stuff, and they are forced to stay in the ship, travel in the waters that they died on forever as punishment. That's pretty grim. Yeah. So now we know there's a ghost ship with a ghostly crew on board who appear in bad weather, and the reason they can't dock anywhere is because they're being punished for awful crimes. But that was the first mention of the crew being there as punishment, which is later included in pretty much every account of the Flying Dutchman. So it may have just stemmed from there. Okay. The reason it's called the Flying Dutchman is because many reckon that it's the vessel of Captain Hendrik van der Decken, as he captained the Dutchman until 1641. Obviously, it wasn't called the Flying Dutchman. It sank in 1641. The reason for its sinking was that the captain was too stubborn to not stay, not sail in stormy weather, and the weather subsequently won. Not before the crew had had enough of the captain's crap and mutinied, because they wanted so badly to turn around so that they didn't all die and avoid the storm. Without hesitation, though, the captain killed the leader of the, the mutiny and threw his body into the sea. Jesus Christ, Captain. <laughs> yeah. Cool it. I know. That's pretty aggressive. So I think the captain's behaviour was seen as an act of defiance against God. Yeah, why didn't he just say no? Why didn't who just say no? The captain. To what? Why wasn't he just like, shut up and moved on? About the mutiny? Yeah. Because they would have just tied him up. There's more crew than there are captains on a ship. True. <laughs> But what I'm saying is the fact that he kept sailing into the storm is seen as an act of defiance against God. Because it was God's wrath that he was battling on the seas. And when he sank, he was then cursed to sail forever for being, I guess, blasphemous, thinking that he could do it, you know? Sure. Just being a bit narcissistic, I guess. Okay. And up himself. He sank near the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa or as it was then known, the Cape of Storms. That sounds a lot less nice than Good Hope. <laughs> right? You could tell they weren't getting enough publicity on it. Right, I was going to say, did they change it? <laughs> no one's coming to Storms. We should maybe <laughs> call it something nicer. The Cape of a really nice day. <laughs> it's lovely here. Sun. <laughs> um, but now his ghost ship has been seen across the world. There is another legend, as in like, for the origin of the Flying Dutchman, that tells of Captain Bernard Fokker, or Falkenberg, there's two differing accounts, that was sailing through the North Sea. He was able to sail from Amsterdam to Indonesia in just three months, which is a pretty incredible feat. So sailors believe that while he was sailing, he'd been playing a game of dice with the devil so that he may sell his soul for amazing speed. That's what he wants to sell his soul for? Go really quick amazing speed well he 
<laughs> so both of these ships of all the things no no both of these ships would pick up cargo and go back and sell them so the quicker the journeys you can make the more money you can make why don't they just ask for riches maybe you liked sailing ab you ever thought about then you wouldn't have to go so quick yeah you want more money though yeah ask for more money i like sailing but only for three months at a time maybe that's what he said the devil was like, you sure you don't want these options? And he was like, nope, I want speed. Maybe he thought that since the devil is renowned as a trickster, he was like, I'll ask for something simple. Because if I ask for riches, it'll be like, riches but your family die. True, yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. What would you sell your soul for the devil? To the devil for? Patreons. <laughs> Podcast downloads and reviews on <laughs> iTunes. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't think I would sell my soul to the devil for anything. I'm having quite a nice time. Chocolate soy milk for life. I guess maybe world peace. Wow. <laughs> Did I win? Miss Congeniality. You only said that for the show. <laughs> no, I can't think of something that I would I'd probably stop the show when you're like, infinite tacos. <laughs> No, I think probably the environment to get better. It's been nice seeing it in quarantine. Like, it's doing a lot better. Fair enough, yeah. So I think probably that. How about you? I don't know. You're going to say Taco Bell tacos? I'm not. Taco Bell. Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme with black beans. I hate you. I wouldn't, but I don't even know. And now I can't think or say anything funny because you said the environment to get better. Sorry. And if I say literally anything else, I'm going to look like a big idiot. <laughs> anyway, where was I? An example of an encounter with the Flying Dutchman was made by Prince George of Wales in 1881, who then became King George V later on in his life. He said this in his ship log. July 11th, at 4am, the Flying Dutchman crossed our bows, a strange red light as of a phantom ship all aglow. The officer of the watch from the bridge clearly saw her, as did the quarterdeck midshipman, who was sent forward at once to the forecastle, but on arriving there was no sign whatever of any material ship either near or right away to the horizon. Thirteen persons altogether saw her. At 10.45am, the ordinary seaman, I'm saying seaman, rather than... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who had this morning reported the Flying Dutchman, fell from the foretopmast cross-trees onto the top-gallant forecastle and was smashed to atoms. Ooh. So basically, the guy on the boat that saw the ship first died that day. Spooky. That's pretty haunting. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask, but like maybe I should just wait. Is it bad? Well, from that, everyone was like, it's a bad omen. You will die if you see the ship. That right, kind of okay. Thing. I was going to ask, like, if you see it, do you die? Is the ghost crew evil? Do they get you? Well, the ghost like crew that? hasn't been remarked on at all by anything but Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Yeah. So it's not, you know, half sea animal creatures or whatever they did with that you know what right i'm gonna say it here i've seen all of the pirates of the caribbeans besides like the last one 
I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens in those movies. I couldn't tell you one thing. I can tell you the thing where Kira Knightley's hiding in the wardrobe and then that man opens the door and goes, Hello, Poppet. <laughs> Haunting. I can only see like screenshots in my head of um Squidman or something. Davy Jones. Uh a treasure chest. Davy Jones's locker. And that's it. <laughs> I have them on DVD. I literally don't know what happens. I, you asked for the plot. I don't think I'd be able to tell you one of them. This is what happens when she actually watches films. She just can't remember them. Plot them out. Honestly, I've probably seen more films than I think I have because I just forget. Sometimes I get halfway into a film and I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen this. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, it brought in the Kraken and the Flying Dutchman and Davy Jones all as one. And like a half human, half fish crew. I think the thing is, like, I'm really into pirates, mm-hmm. and I was a lot when I was a kid as well. And I think when I watched them when I was younger, I was so excited about the pirates that I didn't really know what else was happening. Fair. So I haven't retained the information of the actual plot more, just like, wow, a ship, you know? Well, it also made the Flying Dutchman a pirate ship, which it is not. Oh, what is it? It's a ship. It was a cargo oh, ship. Cargo ship. Yeah. That's way less scary. It wasn't like a battleship or anything. I don't think it's it... like a pirate ship in SpongeBob as well, isn't it? I guess that's a lot more haunting. Yeah, but according to these two origins, it could be a pirate ship. You know, I've not seen it. Probably but... wouldn't be though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's so cool. So other sightings have been made of clearly seeing a ship manifest suddenly, then just as quickly, disappear. Some say that the ships attempted to make contact with them before they'd vanished. I don't know what has been said. That was just a a passing statement. (laughs) Sightings have ranged from residents of Cape Town in 1939 to German submarine crew in World War II. So I guess it doesn't really care who it is, you know. It's just appearing for everyone to see obviously could be a huge ghostly ship that is a bad omen probably yeah alternatively no 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 no. (laughs) it could be Feta Morgana which is a scientific phenomenon that happens when light refracts and kind of bends through different air temperatures and the ocean surface is a prime place for this to happen it causes like little mirages. So if you think you see something on the horizon or if you see like heat waves rising from tarmac on a hot day, you're not actually seeing that. Oh, like when you look at... This this might be stupid. When you look at, at the top of a car when it's hot, mm-hmm. is that that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're not, not actually seeing, seeing heat. heat. Whoa, my life's a lie. Yeah, it's just like a little mirage known as... Beta Morgana. Oh. So in the instance of the Flying Dutchman, it may be that you're actually seeing a ship that's beyond the horizon, but the light is bending around the curve of the Earth in just the right way that you can see the ship, but after a few moments, it's completely gone, almost as if it disappeared. That would make sense. It would make a little bit more sense than a ghost ship, I'm sorry. That's all right. I... I was figuring that this wouldn't be super believable. But I like to believe it because it's so cool. I mean, it's nicer to believe, isn't it, really? Well, I mean, not unless you're, unless you're out on sea. 
So no one who's seen it has been like close to it. It's been in the distance. Well, I don't know because people don't tend to say how close they've been. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't tend to say it in the reports. I don't think so. But the issue that I had, so the one made by the prince, um, who then was King George, that was on like a peaceful day. The skies were clear, which is like the perfect time for this phenomenon to happen. But earlier on, they were saying about storms and it, it wouldn't occur. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So how would you get that if it was stormy? You wouldn't. It, it doesn't happen in that condition. So also the light was something I was confused about from the king's statement. He said that it was a red light, I think. Ooh. Yeah, Thinking a strange red light as of a, a phantom ship. Wow. Cool. Yeah. I guess you wouldn't know if the crew were on it unless you got really close to it. Will you drop the crew, <laughs> please? I want to know what they're doing. <laughs> Are they <laughs> half fish? Tell me if they're squid men. Is squid man there? <laughs> but, yeah. I need answers. <laughs> that was a... Uh... That was it, really. There's not that much information because obviously people are more inclined to believe that it's a mirage or that, you know. See, well, I was I was totally on board with that until you mentioned the storms again. Mm-hmm. Because how would that happen? What else would it be? Maybe just like a spooky looking ship, I guess. Well, I don't know how scary the ship looks. Could just look like another ship. The trouble is, around a cape of good times... Um, <laughs> good hope how do you know and I don't around the the cape there it's a really busy trading route for ships so it's kind of hard to know okay that's the flying dutchman but surely if you were on a boat you're used to seeing other boats why would you be like that one boat really freaked me out <laughs> you know what I mean if you just looked like a regular boat you wouldn't be like it's a ghost you'd be like it's it's a boat it's just another boat nearby. I suppose, but I don't know what makes a ghost ship. It's, you know, haunting looking. Yeah, but only one of them mentioned a, a weird light. Maybe like semi-transparent. Maybe. But if it's stormy, how would you get a good look if it's in the distance? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I really don't know how to feel about this one. Yeah, it kind of feels unfinished, doesn't it? It does. Like, I promise I did as much research as I could. Maybe we'll go out and hunt for it. Maybe we won't because you can't swim. Oh, that's true. That could be bad. Yeah, if if it is a bad omen finding it, then I don't if want you to be in the sea. <laughs> if anyone wants to volunteer to go and find the Flying Dutchman... You have our blessing, as long as you can swim. Go do it. Drop us an email, let us know how it is. <laughs> Tell us your terrifying tale of the Flying Dutchman. That's it. Got anything to add? I believe you when you say that's it. You've said it twice. It is that. That's I, it. Don't know if you know. And that's all, folks. No, I just... Heba, <laughs> habada, heba, heba. I don't... I don't know. Like, it's it's a... It's just a really, yeah, unfinished one. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Because on one hand, I'm like, oh, that's cool to believe and... You know, whatever. But then... Whatever. Whatever. I mean, on one hand, it could be the mirage. That makes complete sense. And on the other hand, I'm like, but if it's associated with storms, how do you explain that? But then on my third foot, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) on my other hand, because I'm one of those octopus men, 
I'm like, what makes a ship spooky? How are they not? Are they just seeing a ship and being like, a ghost ship? Because they already know about it. And if it's, if it's stormy and they see another ship in the distance, they could be like, oh my God, it's that. And just because they have the idea planted in their heads anyway. I mean, I suppose if the origin stories are true, then it it would have been 1641 when this ship sank. Now, I'm presuming cargo ships look a little bit different now as opposed to ships in 1641. Ooh, so you see like a really old ship. Yeah, one that was built in (laughs) in the 1600s rather than... Because now we've got those huge cargo ships, don't we? Yeah, well, that's kind of that was kind of what I was thinking, because if you, as I said, if you were on a boat and you work on a boat, you, you probably are used to seeing other boats. Why would that one boat in particular be really freaky? Yeah, I guess because it's old. Because it would be, they wouldn't change it, would they? That's the only reason that, like, in a storm, I would be inclined to believe that there was a ghost ship, mm. because I don't believe that a bunch of um, people on a boat who work on a boat would not recognize a fellow boat yeah and i suppose even if it was the mirage thing again then you're still seeing a boat from the 1600s it's just slightly past the horizon <laughs> you know yeah also an issue with the the mirage again is that where it is just light refractions Sometimes the image is upside down, so it's not always, but you wouldn't see a ship upside down. You know, you would know that that was a flaw in your perception. Yeah. No Hmm. one's reported seeing the Flying Dutchman upside down. I really don't know what to think about this one. What do you think? I don't know. I'm so stumped. I'm so confused. And like, there are so many issues, but there just, there aren't enough accounts of seeing it. You know, and that kind of, it leads me to believe that it's probably not around. Yeah. Because... Well, must have seen it. But then again, the ocean's pretty big. Yeah, but if it is a well-known trade route... Someone's got to see it. I know what you mean. Yeah. But maybe they've just seen it and not made a report about it. Maybe they're like, well, no one's going to believe me. Nothing bad happened, so it doesn't matter. Fair enough. Yeah. How scary do you think that is? I would say maybe mm, a three. Why three? Because I don't know what it is. If you are on a boat in the middle of the sea and you see a freaky looking boat, that's scary. (laughs) Fair enough. Dangerous. But also I fear the ocean, so maybe that adds to it. True. Danger like one. A man died, Abby. Yeah, but he could have just fallen. True. But on the same day, not even seven hours after they saw it. That's pretty... one and a half, then. That's pretty haunting, (laughs) but, like, everyone else who saw it was fine. As far as we know. They're all dead now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Likely. Two and a half. She because hates this one. I don't want to give it a three because I don't feel like it's believable enough. 
but I also don't think that it's not completely unbelievable. It's yeah. Okay. Any alternatives? Mirage. Mm-hmm. Creepy looking boat. Okay. Just a normal creepy looking boat. A regular creepy looking boat. Okay. Or they're all just tired people. Fair enough. I imagine that working on a boat for months, I guess. The and seeing boat. nothing but sea. Maybe at some point you're just like, Brian's going to make up a ship. Fair. And I suppose as well, because the German submarine crew saw it, I suppose if you're at war, you're looking out for stuff. You know, you might start making things up or you might start being like, there it is, the Flying Dutchman, that's a bad omen. You know, I think you look for things more. Yeah, well, that's, that was another thing I was going to say as well. You, If you already know that it might be there. So, like, how do you want me to put that? You usually think of a good phrase whenever I say this. Some kind of psychology term. Oh... Yeah, you know, when you you think something's gonna happen, so uh-huh. then it does. Yeah, my brain's just not working on, very Kate. well today. Come on, Kate, you're on the spot. I'm not gonna pause this recording. You gotta think about <laughs> what it is right now. <laughs> the pee, confirmation right? bias. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's it. Ignore what I just said. Begins with a P. Nope. That's the end of the show. <laughs> confirmation bias. <laughs> yeah, that is it. I'm, I feel like it was very short. I'm sorry. It wasn't that short. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not sorry then. Yeah, enjoy it or don't. Yeah, and don't listen before bed. Listen before bed.